Have you ever considered what is available to create more magic in your world? If you allowed the mysticism to come through you, imagine the vastness of opportunity you could access. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the mystery of you. Now, here are the hosts of The Mystic Margarita Show, Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. So welcome everyone to Mystic Margaritas. Um, I'm Marge Bowen. We're on Inspired Choices Network, and I'm here with Margaret Miller. We're so happy that you're listening in today, and um, I want to just ex- just tell you a little bit about me. I am a neuroenergy kinesiologist, and so for the past 20 years, I've worked with people in phone sessions and in face-to-face sessions where they come in with any kind of stress they're having in life, and it could be a physical stress, it could be a mental, emotional stress, it could be um, a brain stress, because I specialize in brain integration, and it could even be a spiritual stress, because I have this unique gift, which is a frequency language that points on the and utilizing muscles, muscle testing, which links into the meridian system of the body, and organs and glandular energy, and also interfaces with important energy systems like chakras and light bodies. And so it's a very unique way of working with people on all levels levels of their existence. But what it really provides is a very powerful way to learn about self and about the stress you have in your life that can really manifest in some interesting ways and then to be able to clear it. And so that's really about me, Margaret. Why don't you tell us a little about what you do? Okay, thanks, Marge. Um, I am a shamanic empowerment coach, and I really help people to um, learn how to become the stewards of their own energy and to really um, look at themselves and their lives uh, from a a broader and more um, magical and really, really, truly mystical perspective to really be able to experience themselves um, as their higher selves and to live uh, from that place. And, you know, one of the things that I I really um, enjoy doing is helping people to come into heart-centered awareness and to begin to um, operate from that place in their lives. I do a lot of... um, types of energy work and body work uh, in, in, you know, concordance with that as well. And um, I also am a, an accidental astrologer. <laughs> I've spent most of my life uh, studying my own astrological, uh, astrological chart and the uh, symbols um, associated with that. And I love helping other people to um become familiar with themselves and know themselves at a, at a deeper level. So that's, that's me, I guess, in a nutshell. Well, it's so great because I, you know, I've thought a lot about um, energy and, you know, my sessions with people and what, what the, you know, what the point of it all is besides eliminating the stress so that they can be more comfortable and they can move forward in their lives in a new expanded way. But really what we're both doing, and you said it 
yourself this empowerment this idea of empowering them and that really is what we're doing no matter it may look different but we're both really attempting to communicate with people in a little bit different way and reveal help to reveal their own innate empowerment worth and like you said heart connection and it's because we can do our magic with them, which is magical for sure and mystical and really supports them. But ultimately, it's up to them. And that's where we both come from at the bottom of all that we do. And that kind of leads us into today's show. I just want to give a shout out to Jackie. Hi, Jackie. I'm so glad you made it on the okay. call today. Um, we're going to talk about dissatisfaction. And dissatisfaction, what, an, what a great topic to talk about today, I think. Um, and we've all experienced dissatisfaction numerous times, you know, and I've, I'm in my 60th decade. So I can tell you, I've had decades where I have moved in and out of dissatisfaction. And that's the beauty, really, of, of growing older is that for you've lived many decades and you've seen repeated patterns both in your life and around you and in society and the world. And so I've seen dissatisfaction many, many, many times. I'm very familiar with it. I love this conversation because underneath dissatisfaction is this seeking that we're doing right? We're seeking for something. And that seeking, and we may not even be aware that we're seeking, we may not even know what we're seeking, what we're trying to find. But that, that seeking, that constant seeking, whether it's in at work or in relationships or, or with your, within your family, or within society, it really doesn't matter, that leads to stress. And, and stress you know, everybody has read a lot about stress. We've all, you know, we talk about stress till the cows come home. My grandson would love that term. But stress is important. It's a very vague word, but really it, it represents so much. It represents a moving away from a harmony, if you will, of the body and how the body functions, of the mind and how, the, how we think and then how we feel. And also our spirit, what's beyond that thinking and feeling and the body, what's more than that for us. And so stress can manifest in all those ways and then can result in a lot of other things. So I, you know, it's interesting to first talk about seeking, Margaret. And, you know, I, I kind of thought a lot about seeking and a lot about disappointment as I was getting ready for this um, broadcast. And, you know, there's different kinds of seekers. There are truth seekers. I like to think of myself as a truth seeker. Well, what does that mean? Because for me, it means I'm seeking for my own internal truth. I want to hear the truth of others so that I can understand and dance more effectively with others. But there's also truth seeking in aggression and hatred. And I didn't think about that before. But, you know, if you think about someone who is exhibiting aggressive behavior and angry, raging behavior, what are they seeking? Mm -hmm. They what a release of their own pain. Are they seeking um, just at the basis of everything? love, but they don't even 
they're not even aware that that's what they're seeking. Attention, what are they seeking? So this whole conversation of seeking is a very interesting, Margaret. I'd love to hear your thoughts about that. This is a uh, such a perfect uh, start. Thank you so much, Marge, because you know this is this is really the truth of it. Underneath our dissatisfaction is, uh, you know, and and because of the dissatisfaction, because of the stress that is caused by the dissatisfaction, um, is that seeking that we're seeking to. Um, you know, when you're talking about the anger, we're seeking to eliminate that dissatisfaction. We're seeking to uh, relieve that pressure of of dissatisfaction somehow. And you know, there, like you said, there's different kinds of seeking, and I think both of us are, you know, we we seek, we're truth seekers, and we we. Uh, are in some ways seeking answers to the um, the great mystery, but we're also very satisfied in that seeking in some ways. And I'll, I'll I'll come back to that because I wanted to talk a little bit more about the different kinds of of seeking. And you know, when we when we are trying to eliminate that feeling of stress or dissatisfaction, a lot of times our initial seeking uh, happens outside of ourselves. And we try to find uh, something. If I buy this thing, or if I, you know, if I have this better house, or I have this, you know, better job, or I have this better partner, or whatever it is outside of ourselves, then maybe, you know, this data, this dissatisfaction will go away. Right. And and when we realize then at some point, hopefully we we recognize that that it's it's not to be found out the, the solution for this is not to be found outside of ourselves. And we turn our seeking inward. And even in that realm, we often utilize outside systems and, um, you know, programs or, or, or uh, spiritual teachings or, or whatever it is to help guide us inward. And in that, we, we also come to find that the dissatisfaction doesn't go away even then. And, and I think that's because and this is something that um, Richard Rudd, when he talks about that, this is a, one of the gene keys, right? This is the 58th gene key of dissatisfaction, vitality, bliss. Uh, and it, if you don't know anything about the gene keys, it's it's a wonderful um, uh, system of of seeking <laughs> another yet another way of of looking for ourselves and at ourselves. And but but he talks about this as uh, that the pressure of dissatisfaction is really the pressure of our life force. And it's the pressure of our life force um, wanting us to evolve or, or move forward. And, and when we can look at it that way, it turns into something really exciting. And, and um, so, so here we have this pressure of ourselves wanting to evolve. And we can um, look at that 
you know, it's, it's, it is, it's, for me, it's like this, it is that dissatisfaction. It's like, wow, I don't know. Uh, I, I still don't know myself well enough. Well, you know, that makes me think, that makes me think of so many things. And the first one it makes me think of is that dissatisfaction is being discontent, whether it's discontent with self or my job or my, my spouse or whatever it is, it's discontent. And buried in that discontent can be layers and layers of expectations, of assumptions, obviously of, of judgment, right? And so that's, I love that you mentioned that this life force, because this is the world that I live in, right? This is the world I work in, that we are electromagnetic and biochemical. In other words, there is this force field, that is generated within and around us and is measured by Western medicine instruments. We know it exists, but there's so much information in that. So that when we move into this place of dissatisfaction and it's, it's based, it's built upon expectations and assumptions, then I've got belief systems. I've got thinking, I've got feelings that are simmering, simmering, simmering. And those feelings we know from Dr. Candace Pert, who discovered the neuropeptide, those, those feelings have a biochemical reaction in the body. We cannot separate our mind from our body. We all, I think by now know that, you know? And so, but I want everybody to get the idea that how we function as individual spirits, mind, body, energy, spirits, is through communication. It's all about charge. We, when, when things get suppressed and we have a lot of unexpressed ways of being or dissatisfaction, then that charge builds and it builds and it builds. And pretty soon it builds on our energy fields. It builds in the biochemistry of our body. And pretty soon things start switching off because it's all, the whole living matrix is about communication. And so when we move into great dissatisfaction and over time that creates this level of stress that starts affecting us in new ways, that, uh, that electromagnetic biochemistry and communication with everything in and around us has just been compromised and isn't communicating as effectively. And when things aren't communicating as effectively, we all know that systems break down, relationships break down. So the seeking and its ability to generate stress is a huge conversation because then we have to be able to look at, well, what are my expectations? What am I assuming about this situation that has made me very dissatisfied. That's a great question. And let's um, go ahead and take our break now. And when we come back, let's um, uh, go into some of the possible answers to that question. Uh, so you're listening to Mystic Margaritas with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller, and we'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and well, just having fun. 
Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for the Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. You're joining Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller on Inspire Choices Network, and we're having a really stimulating conversation about satisfaction and seeking and stress and where do we go from there. But before we go into the where do we go, I want to just get back to what we were talking about before we went on break. And that is about assumptions and asking, what am I assuming? What am I assuming? And you know, when we start asking ourselves questions and trying to listen deeply within ourselves, I really think it's a wonderful, um, a wonderful thing to stay curious you know, to just be in curiosity, because we don't want to be in judgment that really doesn't help us to get deep into, you know, what we're trying to hear from ourselves, our deepest self. So this idea of curiosity, I just want to say that is, is this idea that we can have data coming in and data out. Okay, so when I'm listening deeply to myself, then just almost be an observer with curiosity. And it's just information that comes in and it's information that goes out. And it's in that information that's going to really support me and understanding on a deeper level what keeps me dissatisfied, this idea of what expectations am I holding of someone or something? And what assumptions am I making about what was said or what was done or what is expected of me. Do you have anything uh, you want to add to that, Margaret? Yeah. yeah. So, so I like, you know, that being in question and being uh, curious is, it is, it's, well, it is the path of the seeker, isn't it? <laughs> you have That's to, right. you have to have the questions to ask and, and, you know, um, when we when we were asking what what am I assuming or what what is it that I am judging? What is it that I am 
uh, what are my expectations that are causing me this dissatisfaction? Because the dissatisfaction really truly is um, our expectation of something in the future, right? Or our expectation that is different from how it is right now, that, that isn't matching up somehow to what is. And, and as we, you know, as we become the observer that I like, they were saying that as well, because, you know, as we, as we really go in and look within at what those expectations or assumptions are, then we, then they loosen their grip on us. Like we, they, they become less able to, um, to keep manufacturing that dissatisfaction. And uh, we, we were, you were also, I think before the break talking about our, our biochemical makeup, right? And, and I look at this and I, I think, well, if dissatisfaction is the pressure of our life force, but it's being expressed at a lower frequency, then all that we have to do to change that into joy is to raise our frequency. And, and, and how we do that is by bringing ourselves into the present moment. And, you know, all of the techniques that you and I both use uh, to do that, to bring ourselves into the present moment so that we can uh, be embodied. And that's what I mean by, you know, coming into the present moment is actually coming into the body and coming into the heart center. When we do that, something happens, something really magical happens, and we can tap into uh, the alchemy of, of living, right? We become the alchemists because we can actually change the biochemistry of our body. And how I refer that I've always referred to this as manufacturing joy molecules. <laughs> you know, because we can, you know, joy is uncaused. It happens within us when we recognize that 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 energy, this life force is our innate joy. And, and as we start to recognize that we can, I, I, I make these motions with my body. I don't know, you know, if you're watching this on the TV, then you can see that I'm like, I can feel it moving through my body. I can actually feel myself uh, connecting with the energy of joy and, and manufacturing joy molecules within my own body. So I love that because we're such programmers. We are such programmers and our, our, our hardware is our body. And so the frequency, of course, is in everything. And so it's in our thoughts, it's in our emotions, it's in what we eat, it's in activity, it's, it's in everything. And so I love this idea that if we practice the frequency of, of what we're trying to create, joy, bliss, then... Um, then that is going to increase the voltage within us, right? It's going to increase that electromagnetic biochemical response in our body and really stabilize things for us. And I think we were talking about earlier, our work that we do, and that's really what we're teaching people as we work with them. You know, we're, we're, 
teaching them that you can do this for yourself. And, um, you know, how we go about that is, is sometimes similar, sometimes different, but it doesn't matter because it's all, it's all in the teaching of how to hold, how to create the frequency that I want to live in, the self-supporting on all levels of my existence mm-hmm. is really the bottom line of that. Um, you know, I, when I was thinking about, I'm going to, go back for just a second to dissatisfaction, because when I was thinking about dissatisfaction, you know, we've already talked about expectations, assumptions, judgment. I think oftentimes there's blame and shame involved. And we have to learn where that, where, where we learned that, you know, where that began and how to let go of that. And, and of course, underneath it all is, is fear. I feel like, because when we're dissatisfied, we're really just seeking to fill a hole, right? We want to fill the hole. What is the hole? And that's different for everybody. And, and that's the journey. And, and then we can also move into this idea of success and failure. We have a lot in our culture. We have a lot of judgment around success and failure, I think. And, um, but what it is, is data in and data out, as I mentioned earlier. It's just information. And we can also move into this idea of being a perfectionist, that we need things to look a certain way. Now, there's the expectation again, and also sometimes the assumption. So I think change, when we see change around us or within us or, or, or from someone else, this can stimulate that journey into dissatisfaction because we're seeking to understand what's happening and and we're being challenged to visit our expectations assumptions and judgments so that I can begin to unravel that and let it go and then when I let that go we as you were saying we more fully connect with ourself and in um in a wonderful book called I Ching it's the oracle of the cosmic way by um the authors Carol K Anthony and Hannah Mook they, I'd just like to quote something from their book. And they said, fear and sorrow come from accepting spells um, projected upon us by ourselves or by others, or from assigning wrong names to things. So if you think of spells as negative ideas, okay, they're projections of negative ideas and wrong names are our assumptions. We're, we're, we're seeing it as this, but we've made that up somehow within us, right? And so, and so the I Ching talks about still water versus stagnant water. And still water is, is what leads to joy. And that is really stillness of the mind. So back to what you were saying, Margaret, a come, a back to coming into the present, coming into a heart-centered present versus stagnant water, which really is our rigid thinking. Yeah, you know, and so, so that was beautiful, because what, what happened as I, as I was listening, is that I saw this journey, uh, you know, of, of that seeking, leading to the dissatisfaction, and then the, the, the discomfort of the dissatisfaction leading once again uh, into the seeking, but from a different place. And so, so 
The dissatisfaction really is the fuel for us to li to live a more vibrant life. And that's, you know, that was the title of this uh, show today. And because when we when we recognize that 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 dissatisfaction is, you know, it's innate within us. It's a human characteristic for us to um, want to improve, to want to um, be better or do better or, you know, experience, you know, experience more joy because we have had those moments of joy. And so, so we want to recreate that, right? We want to, we want to have more jo joyful lives and, and, and expand that out into our worlds. And so the dissatisfaction is, really is the fuel for that. If we, if we, you know, if we allow it to be that. Now, uh, you know, some of it, obviously, you know, that we can go through long periods of times where we're just in that dissatisfaction and we can't really find our way out. But when we have done enough work or we've done, you know, we, we know some practices, something, some meditation, some yoga, some, uh, you know, uh, biofeedback, whatever it is that we utilize in our own life to bring us back into our body, bring us back into our heart center, then we can start that process again uh, that we were talking about of, of um, transmuting or transforming that dissatisfaction into um, this vibrant living. <laughs> I feel like I just I, I just went on a complete circle there. So uh, I hope it made sense. <laughs> it was great, though, because we're going to we're going to get back to some of that when we come back, I'm sure. Right. That's wonderful. Yeah. Let's take a break now. You're listening to Mystic Margaritas with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller on Inspired Choices Network. And we will be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means Pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas in this context represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller on Inspire Choices Network. And we are having just a 
wonderful conversation about dissatisfaction and how we get to vitality and even on to bliss. And I just want to, you know, I, I have a favorite book that really started my, what I call my spiritual journey. And it spoke such truth to me. And it was called Women Who Run With the Wolves by Clarissa Pencola Estes. And she talks, she talks about the wild being our true nature. And it's really true. And I think at the, at the moment that I read that when I was in my, I think it was in my early 30s, I believe, um, I really saw how dissatisfied I was in life because I was focused on, I was very well trained by things outside of me. And I was very targeting, uh, I was very targeted in my, in my uh, sensitivity, if you will of what was expected of me as a daughter, as a woman in society, as a woman in the workplace, as a woman in a, in a church, all of these places. And when I, when I read the book and I understood what she was set talking about and this idea that if we squelch the truth of who we are, our true nature, especially, of course, when it's connected to our heart self, because that is our true nature. Um, when that is suppressed, then we can, you know, obviously we can move into great dissatisfaction and that can manifest in a lot of different ways in our lives. And so the journey to understand our true nature, our wild self, is to begin to embrace, understand, see, understand, forgive sometimes, and embrace our true nature so that we can find that beautiful joy in living and the harmony of life. And I really think harmony is a good word because I think when we are able to access that harmony of all things, we are able to dance with change and dance with dissatisfaction in such a way that we don't stay in it as long. And we're able to move in and get back to the joy and the, uh, of living. Thank you for sharing that, um, that perspective from, from your life, from, uh, because you know, that I was thinking about that also and, and different ways um, that I've moved, you know, that I've experienced dissatisfaction in my life and, um, you know, how, how that propelled me, uh, in different ways. And I was, I was also noticing, um, sort of a contrast, uh, between, uh, you know, our, our visions of ourselves or our past, you know, our, our past, because, you know, for me, it was like most of my life, I was in this, um, very mystical place and and really lived outside of the bounds of of physical reality for uh, you know for my childhood and and for um it, you know and for my early adulthood as well and and it it was uh it caused a great deal of dissatisfaction for everybody around me <laughs> and and it was a very difficult uh path because i was i was really misunderstood and um and was not able to function very well in you know in um 
in regular living or, you know, in the square world, I, you know, I used to call it in the square world, I couldn't, I couldn't function very well. And, and so the dissatisfaction became very great. And, and as I learned how to ground myself more in physical reality, then I was able to take some satisfaction to receive and to find some satisfaction in, um, you know, uh, holding down a steady job in, in, in being able to, um, you know, fit in to society in a way that, you know, seemed to work for, for other people. And, and then, you know, and then come back now to this um, place where I, I function very well in, in both realms, you know, <laughs> Anyway, I just thought it was kind of a funny contrast. It's a beautiful journey when you're on the other side looking back at it, right? And, you know, I think that's, um, you don't want to have to wait until you're on the other side looking back at it. But, you know, it's all a beautiful journey. And when you said the word contrast, I love that you used that word because I have learned to really love contrast because there's nothing that illuminates this understanding of self greater than contrast, (laughs) And I, um, I, we're talking about inner reflection versus outer reflection too. And I, I pulled a card for today, Margaret. I hope you don't mind if I share that right now, because I think it's good. This is from a card deck called Inner Compass Oracle that was actually created. The art and the cards and the, what's said in them is was created by my good friend, um, Evelyn Terranova. And uh, they're pretty cards. And this one is a, it's actually a heron. So I'll, it's a beautiful white heron standing in a pool of water. And the name of the card is the Earth Messenger of the Cosmic Fisherman. And it says the spirit of the cosmic fisherman is supporting you in your process of content, uh, excuse me, of completing karmic ties. While you are in the womb of the universe, you are transforming your past with greater understanding. This becomes the commitment to your future yet to come. In this divine space of reinforcement from the cosmic fisherman, you receive the rewards from your galactic awareness and higher consciousness. And that's really what we're talking about. And I think what a better time of year again, you know, as we enter a whole new year for all of us to talk about this and to be able to um, to be able to spend some time going in and in leaning into our own dissatisfaction to see what it reveals for us in what we want to create in, in the new year. And I just want to offer a exercise, an exercise that everyone can do this time of year or any time of year. And that is to create a timeline of dissatisfaction in your life. It's kind of an interesting exercise to create timelines. And you can start from the earliest memory of dissatisfaction and come forward, or you can start from the the present and just visit dissatisfaction going into your past and write it out. Don't do it in your head. Make a literal timeline on a sheet of paper and put the age and what it was about and what was the dissatisfaction. And then when you've finished that timeline, stand back and just observe what's been revealed to you just in doing that. 
Thank so you. So there's your exercise for heading into 2021. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. That's a really beautiful yeah. exercise. And I like that you uh, shared uh, the cards from Evelyn Terranova um, and, and that it's a friend of yours. And I also drew a card um, for today and it's from the Mayan Oracle uh, that was written by uh, Ariel Spilsbury and Michael Breiner. And Michael Breiner was a friend of mine and uh, actually one of my first mentors and teachers. And um, the card that I drew for today is Chan. And it's a beautiful red, deep red and gold um, card that talks about vitality, passion, sensing body wisdom, motivation, desire, instinct, creativity. And it says, I am the flint and tinder of the sacred fire. The, in the great mystery, flint and tinder represent the instinctive convunction that initiates movement in the physical body towards union with spirit. And I thought, wow, okay, so that is exactly what we're talking about because the dissatisfaction that we've been exploring is that flint and tinder that sparks that sacred fire within us to evolve, to change, to improve, to um, to really move into a joyful place in our lives and to and to come into um, you know into uh, into joy. And uh, so one of the things that 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 also sparked for me was, uh, this remembering of working with Michael Breiner. He was a very interesting teacher. He had uh, a, a great ability to, um, to tap into uh, global awareness and, and what was happening in the collective consciousness. And that was one of his really, uh, one of the gifts that he gave to everyone that, that interacted with him was this ability to, to feel the collective energy and how to tap into that and help it to change. And I thought, you know, this, if we want to talk about dissatisfaction, there's, there's, you know, there was a lot of things that happened in this, in this year of 2020 that, that, you know, that, relate to this and 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 how you know how plans may have been completely altered and nothing fit our, our pictures and still nothing fits our pictures and and here we are you know right at the end of this year and being able to hopefully utilize some you know some of this awareness of of what it really, what that energy really is of dissatisfaction is really asking us to change, right? Okay. It's, it's That's asking, the name of 2020, change. Right, right. And, and, then, and then the idea of that, you know, this, this year is at an end and here we are uh, and we're going to be able to look back and we know, we know for sure that hindsight is 2020 and we're going to be able to receive the gifts of this. And that's something that I'd really like to, um, to really play with in this, in this last segment, as we, as we uh, explore moving into that, um, 
more vibrant living? How, how do we utilize this dissatisfaction that we've been <laughs> experiencing or maybe have been experiencing uh, to uh, move us more into vibrant living in our life? Love so, that. Let's you know, do it. Yeah, so let's uh, go ahead and move into our uh, last break, if, if that's okay. Um, you're listening to Mystic Margaritas with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means Pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for the Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. You're joining Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller, Mystic Margaritas. So, Margaret, before we get into talking about um, taking this idea of dissatisfaction and being able to see something different on the other side of it, um, I want to just mention that the next couple of weeks, we're going to actually talk about our show will be um, how to live the life of a mystic or what, what is the pathway of a mystic. And so to do that, we are going to actually interview each other. And so next week, I will be interviewed by you. And the week after that, you'll be interviewed by me. And that is probably the best way we can actually help people see that what, what may be just two, and there are many paths of a mystic, but each of our paths of living a mystical life, what that looks like and what it took for us to get there. And so let's go back to dissatisfaction. And before we went on break, you talked about how can we see, how can we see the gift of dissatisfaction? And I just want to begin this conversation by talking about the brow chakra, because this is really the job of the brow chakra, right? And chakras, again, are energy centers. We have seven major chakras. Most of you have probably read about or learned about, but there are also chakras above our head, below our feet, and even minor chakras. The brow chakra, though, is this third eye, okay? It's right, it's right here between our eyebrows in front and in back. And the mantra of brow chakra is, I see so it's about vision, being able to visualize something in a different way. It's about our mental processes, our mental body, but also about our intuitive body. So the, the archetypal energy of brow chakra is the intellect versus the intuitive, because we to stay in an intense mental body means that we are thinking way too much when we're thinking that's great. We need our, we need to think and we need to learn how to think effectively. Right. 
But if we stay in thinking too long, then we lose what we're feeling. We lose our ability to drop into our heart and actually connect with that heart-centered self, right? Which is some call the heart, the seat of the soul. So it's our deeper self. And that's really the intuitive. That's really the intuitive. And so as we begin to lean into dissatisfaction so that we can excavate all of the gifts that come from dissatisfaction, it's good to open up, open up our mind in such a way, open up the brow chakra that we balance this ability to think with the ability to intuit what our deeper self is learning and knows for a fact. And um, I also want to say that there's an interesting triangle between the heart chakra, the brow chakra and the throat chakra. Now the throat chakra right over our throat is about our ability to express our truth. And also about our ability to hear someone else's truth. We want to be able to do that we want that is effective communication when we can really honor what we're what someone else is actually saying and what they're meaning with what we feel and have to say and be able to negotiate or dance with that the heart chakra of course is about our heart our deepest heart self our, our hearts desires our heartfelt feelings you know just all of that um, and having compassion of course and love for self um, so in order for us to be effective communicators, we do need the mental body because we need to know what we feel and know what we want. We need to, we need to visit our, our, our logic, our reasoning with that, as well as our intuitive self to really connect the two. And when we engage in an effective way between our heart self and our brow chakra, our heart chakra and our brow chakra, then we're really expressing our true nature. We are really talking it, walking it, we're living it, we're honoring others' true nature. And that's a beautiful dynamic right there. <laughs> that is, and it's the perfect, that's a beautiful description for that. And, and so I want to say the same thing from my perspective. And so, so when we bring our, our awareness and our attention down into our heart center and, and we begin to reside there and we begin to, our, our um, energy field begins to expand out, you know, as we, as we reside there, then we can consciously begin to look out at the world through our brow chakra, through the higher self through the eyes of love. So, so when we, when we're residing in our heart and we begin to look out at the world through the eyes of love, we're engaging that natural intelligence, right? Where the brow chakra is the intelligence, not the intellect, but the, the natural intelligence. And, and I like how you brought the, the, um, 
throat chakra into that because when that happens, there is this energy flow or stimulation of the throat where where the truth of the of the being can actually begin to come through in a really powerful way. And it can be felt. It doesn't matter so much the words that are being said as the energy that's behind those words. And, and so, and from that place, then we are, we're, uh, we are in vibrant living because the world becomes more beautiful. Like we, we can see it and smell it and taste it and experience it from this deeper heart place. Right. And we are, we, um, that's vibrant living. <laughs> the vitality just exudes the vitality just exudes right in the way we are. Yeah. So I am noticing and that creates that creates great bliss. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Margaret. Oh, that's okay. I was just uh, noticing that we're almost to the end of the show. And I, I did want to mention uh, something to you and to uh, our listeners. Uh, and that is that I have a uh, class that I teach uh, on the last Tuesday of every month, and that uh, happens to be tomorrow, <clears throat> which is also, <clears throat> excuse me, the full moon. And uh, tomorrow's, it, the class that I teach is uh, by donation class that's called Toolbox for Empowered Living. And uh, tomorrow we'll be uh, looking at um, starting the new year energetically unencumbered. And so it's basically sort of going through the same topic that we're talking about today and, and uh, doing some clearing processes and, um, and finding out ways to tap into that uh, vibrant living so that we can come into the new year uh, without the encumbrance of that dissatisfaction, where we can really look at it and and begin to feel ourselves in a um, in a fresh way for the new year. <laughs> I love so. that, Margaret, because that begins to create a frequency that we want to live in. Because we do, we, in order to change our frequency, we need to invite in the frequency and think of it and think of those blissful times we've already had in life and let that wash through our mind, body and energy fields in such a way that we know what bliss looks like. Right. And I, I just thought it was, uh, you know, another uh, wonderful timing. We've had some wonderful timing for our classes or for our um, radio show and, and this wow. for my class, you know, being able to um, have it on the full moon as well. Yes, right. Yeah. So right. I just thank you so much for joining me in this conversation, Marge. I just have such a blast talking to you every time. Yeah, and thank you fun. everybody for joining us. Yep. Thanks for listening in. Yeah. <laughs> and have a happy new year if we don't see you and hear, hear from you before then. <laughs> Thank you for choosing to listen to the Mystic Margarita Show. Marge and Margaret will return next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, drink up the magic in you.
Thank you for choosing to listen to the Mystic Margarita Show. Marge and Margaret will return next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, drink up the magic in you.